Do you want to do sticks? Um, uh, one, two, three. That's fine. Yeah, that seemed that actually seemed pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that may have been the first time we successfully did sticks. <laughs> it's because I didn't give you a chance to think about how to fuck it up. <laughs> No, I think it's, it's just like, all right, I'm doing it. I'm I think it's it. because of this new podcasting collective we're a part of. Oh, I think. Oh, you mean, can I say the name of it? Yeah, but I'm going to bleep it out. The Microsoft Corporation. You know what you should do? You should dub in you saying the Microsoft Corporation. Did I even set it up? I can't remember. No, you didn't give me a chance to <laughs> dub anything in. <laughs> Boy, now that we're part of this podcasting collective, uh-huh. what's you that know, collective called again? You, what well, you know, Chris, it's called, and it's great. I mean, yeah. when I'm gonna dub over you, you can just say a name. <laughs> no, okay. I couldn't think of a. I look number one. I couldn't think of anything else to say. Number two, there's always the chance that whatever I was gonna say was gonna be funnier. Yeah, we wouldn't and, want and that then, to happen. And it, it would that get ruined, ruined when you dub over it. That would have ruined everything. It, it usually ruins the podcast when we say funny things. It does. It's not a humorous <sighs> podcast. It's a serious podcast about, number one, Garfield. <sighs> number two, the works of Daniel C. Dennett. And number three, what we're drinking this week. Now, John, I'm in New Mexico at Brass Horse Studios. I did not really have an opportunity to get my drinks together, so please bear with me. I have a glass full of water. <laughs> nice. I, have, I recognize that glass. Uh-huh. I have a mug of choice brand English breakfast tea. Mm. Suggested slogan, it's a tea, not a choice. Well, I am pro choice tea. I have a, another mug of Trader Joe's brand uh, spiced apple cider, which I heated up. Compliments Chris, I, of the season. I said I, I said earlier I recognized the glass, but I don't recognize either of those mugs. No, no, I are don't know where those new mugs, mugs came from. Are those new mugs? Uh, We've got new mugs. Very possibly, yes. Yeah. John, you may recognize this. It's a can of Lacroix. Now, oh, it is. This this LaCroix was just here when I got here. I don't know who bought it, <laughs> who brought it. It's not any of my standard flavors. My standard flavors are lime, lemon, coconut, and whatever else. This mango. LaCroix. Mango. You've said mango pomple before. Pomplemousse, for sure. This LaCroix, Oh, pomplemousse is good. I want to hold this up so you can see it. Its flavor is pure. That this looks is, like, is that like a really old LaCroix? It's the LaCroix of choice for Nazis everywhere. <laughs> I don't um, I don't get that random you know, Nazi pure, reference. pure uh, uh, racial oh, purity, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. uh, I've got, somebody just left this in the refrigerator. <laughs> you should have said leftists. Uh, yeah, fair, fair. Yeah. yeah. You know, John, you ask me, the far <laughs> left and the far right, blah, 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 blah. Don't care. Got the myself... Overton window. <laughs> Got myself a, uh, this was just in the refrigerator. Don't know how long it's been sitting there or if it's still good. Uh, this is a Trader Joe's brand sparkling pomegranate flavored juice blend. Oh. Uh-huh. A blend of four juice concentrates with other natural flavors. 
I don't think it's got a use by date on here. I don't see one anywhere. Do, is it, it now? It's half. It's half empty. Was it? Yeah. Still oh sparkling? yeah, yeah. Someone else had already. <laughs> yeah. Had already drank about a third of it. I'd say. Uh, and then just left it there when they left the the and it, house. and it, and it, and it's still fizzy. I don't know. I haven't opened it yet. Oh. For the, I guess I should say, for the benefit of listeners, I'm staying in a uh, a shared house in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And Chris, we've never done anything to benefit our listeners before. The so I yeah. strongly recommend against doing so now. Any number of people who do and do not know each other and are and are not related to one another use this house, and the refrigerator is like. It's like a tragedy of the commons come to life. <laughs> it is, it is a, just a disgusting, demilitarized <laughs> zone of bacteria. It is. So, th- th- I mean, this trade, this, it could be that this has been here for like three days. It could be that it's been in the refrigerator for several years. Oh, I, easily. I have no way of knowing. Although, you know, I will, you make that joke. I will say that people actually, in my experience, mm-hmm. people take good care. Maybe it's because when you're there, it's after I've been there, and uh-huh. I do not take good <laughs> care of the refrigerator. But I do find that everybody else does. No, that, that has you know? not been my experience. When we arrived, when we arrived uh, a few days ago, there was a restaurant takeout box of some kind of spaghetti dish that. <laughs> Like, number one, <laughs> even if that was just from yesterday, don't give me your half-eaten t- spaghetti dish from whatever restaurant you went to. Number two, I, I can't, I don't know how long it had been. Anyway. I don't know. It seems like a win to me, Chris. It's not, in, you refer to it as a tragedy of the commons. I'd like to refer to it as a windfall of the commons. Yeah, it's like a reverse tragedy of the commons yeah. where instead of grazing your sheep in the commons... You put your half-used cartons of milk just in there for years upon end. Um, so I anyway. was, I was really, I was really struggling to put together a group of drinks. Uh, my final item is this uh, mini jug of tastefully Canadian brand maple syrup. Mm. Uh, best before date: twelve August, twenty sixteen. <laughs> I was literally about to say, Chris, I'm going to need you to read the expiration date on that <laughs> bottle of syrup. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm very uh, nervous about drinking this, but I was won over by the brand name, Tastefully Canadian. I'm a, I'm a sucker for any brand name in the form of adverb Canadian. Tastefully Canadian, clearly Canadian, mm. interminably Canadian. <laughs> And my personal that would favorite. Be, that would be Mike Myers. Yeah. Canadianly yeah. Chris, Canadian. Chris, would you would you read the uh, the 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 full name there uh, in both languages? Oh, I apologize. Yes, it is of course written in French as well. Tastefully Canadian maple syrup, um, syrup d'érable. Uh, my French pronunciation is is which literally translates God-awful. to durable syrup. Yeah, durable syrup. I think it does. Yeah, one hundred. John, this this uh, syrup. Also suitable for a Nazi youth movement because it's listed here as 100% pure, and then in French, poor. There you go. Canada number one medium, 250 milliliters, and and it's I've... of course already been opened, presumably sometime in 2015, <laughs> and I'd say there's about two thirds of that uh, left in there. 
Do you feel like our podcast needs a youth movement? Yes, I do. Like the yeah. Davis youth. I think I think our par- podcast do- definitely needs a paramilitary arm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it could could be the, um, the Davis Davis youth movement. That's that's a good one. You want to know what I'm drinking? You know I do. Oh, could um, it be called the Orange Order? Um, it's technically, no. I think, already a weird ultra Protestant group in Northern Ireland, but you know, yeah, whatever. it does sound like that. Yeah, um, Chris, I am drinking a Negroni. Mm-hmm. Go on. That's it. All right. You, you got you got you got your gin. You got your Campari. Uh huh. You got yourself a Negroni. There you go. Okay That's it. then. I don't have any water. I don't have any tea. I don't have anything. I don't need anything else. No, I mean, it seems fine to me. Seems fine to me. Uh, Panel one? Should we just start the show? I think we should just get... Oh, for a second, I thought I was not recording. (laughs) Because I'm using two different computers. The listeners uh, who have been listening for a long time, uh, that is uh, once before at least... Uh, they will know that my webcam broke last week. That did happen. Uh, so I'm on my laptop, but I have the strips pulled up on my desktop, which is mm. why I got confused for a second. Mm. Um, hmm. a, a delightful peek behind the curtain. <laughs> uh, and anyway, a number I'm... one example of the sort of material any other podcast would edit out. <laughs> I'm ready to start podcasting. John, you're listening I... to being Jim Davis. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. My name is Christopher Winter, and it's a convention of this program that I claim to be Jim Davis at this point, and then never at any point during the remainder of the episode even pretend to be Jim Davis. Go on. Uh, My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John? Professionalism, Chris. You see how I just just stuck, stuck with it? John. Even when you threw me for a loop. John. Yes. Emily Koji's special guest this week, who was not able to attend due to her own unprofessionalism and also artistic (laughs) differences and the fact that I changed our podcasting time at the last minute. Oh no, that's that's not no. We oh, we were going to do is it that last. Not why she. Could... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we were going to record last night, but then she had she had a, an emergency. So artistic differences. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's I just still, wanted to be clear still, on. Still, is she still insisting that her surname is not pronounced Koji's? Oh uh, no, she actually had it legally changed to to line up with the way that you say it. About time, about time. Yeah. A lesson for all of us, particularly Mark Frazier. Um. <laughs> John, Emily, today is, oh, well, I mean, okay, holy fuck. Uh, Are you just going to say Emily's name even though she's not here? That's, that's I don't know, weird. maybe she'll be on next week. She's a fan favorite. She is. Look. She's a, Chris, she's a host favorite. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, people say we play favorites. And we do. Yeah. I was just going to leave it hanging. Um, I'm sorry. That was That's your right. your version was too subtle for this show. <laughs> That's okay. You can you can overdub yeah. some silence. Uh, John, people say this show isn't subtle. Um, 
so look, today is. You see how good that was? You see yeah. how good that was? Yeah. Uh, okay. Today is Monday, the 15th of October, 1979. And the as, Ides of October. As we, as I say to you, every Monday, the 15th of October, 1979, John, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you too. Thank you. Thank you. Many happy returns of the day. Uh, what happens on today's Garfield, which is the 484th ever, a rare palindrome? Um, okay, two points on that. Uh-huh. Uh, number one, uh, palindromes are not rare. I mean... In numbers. I mean... Okay, you know what? go on. That's... I, go on. No, I, no go one on. point about that. <laughs> Second point was even less interesting. Mm. Um, Chris, in today's episode of Garfield, John Arbuckle owns a tin can full of lard for some reason. Why wouldn't, and why wouldn't he? It's his right as an American to exchange his hard-earned money for goods and services. That's what it's for. It's It's not the job of the government to go into John Arbuckle's house and rule on whether or not he can own a tin can full of lard. That Sorry, was that on the table? Uh, I mean, in panel three, yeah. Hmm. Uh, no, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm spoiling Ugh. the punchline. That was horrible. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah, I don't really see any anything about the government in this one. Um, I don't. No, no, that was yeah, unrelated. Uh, uh, not really anything political anything political being said here no well um, symbolically maybe well i mean we you know i see a physical gag mm-hmm. um well oh, let's just get into no, it no look so, i think we're done i think we're done here we've, <laughs> we've let our listeners know that today's no, script no, involves no, 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 no. lard and doesn't appear <laughs> to be overtly gag. political that's <laughs> 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 like what else, that's what else do they want that's why you tune into this program john you want to know whether or not the days garfield involves lard and or is overtly political. Right. You don't need to know what's yeah. what it actually has yeah. to in, say. In about today's any of those case, things. the answers to those questions are yes and no. I, which I believe is the first ever uh, uh, way that those questions have been answered in that configuration. Yeah, it's generally no and no. Very occasionally no and yes. No and yes, yeah. yeah. Very, Looking at you, Surgeon General Julius B. Mint, B. Rich, well, whatever his name is. This could just be like um, a, a, a 10-second podcast if we would stop beating around the bush and just like, welcome to being Jim Davis. No and yes. <laughs> Chris, in panel one. Right. John is attempting to catch Garfield, yep. who is supposed to be running here. That's I, I, mm-hmm. what Jim Davis has attempted to depict. Yeah. Um, it really looks more as if he's like hovering along, like a like <laughs> like a, some sort of rocket car. I was going to say hover car. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. well, I, I'd already said hover, so I didn't want to. No, that's fair. Um, that's fair. Yeah. The, the flat or like the bottom part of his body uh-huh. uh with his arms and his belly uh form almost like a totally flat edge mm-hmm. which i think is really interesting i'd say his posture is highly reminiscent of a flying superman mm. with his tail taking the place of the cape streaming out behind him 
Yeah, sure. All right. I'm fine with that. John Arbuckle's posture. John Arbuckle's like leaning forward to grab him. And he looks like he's doing a 1930s Universal Studio Igor. Oh, Igor. Huh. Or maybe it, maybe that's a Bela Lugosi Dracula. Is that what you'd say? I, I don't know if I would have made that connection um I, I i would i think yeah he definitely looks like a fairy tale monster of some sort <laughs> you know the more i think about it that's bela lugosi <laughs> as dracula in the 1930 classic dracula um with the part where he's going come to me no it's the part where he says uh, i want to bathe your cat <laughs> i don't know what, why he would be saying that to garfield i don't know um, uh, as a point of reference for listeners who have not seen the 1930 Bela Lugosi Dracula, but have seen the movie Ed Wood. Looking at, looking at you, based, all of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, right. It's basically what, uh, what Bela Lugosi is, the, the posture he's doing when uh, Ed Wood says, how do you do that, Bela? And Bela Lugosi responds, you have to be double jointed <laughs> and Hungarian. Oh, yeah. Or Hungarian and double jointed. Don't remember which one's first. One or the other is a punchline, but they both seem fun. Yeah, it works either way, really. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, the last good movie from either Johnny Depp or Tim Burton. Oh, right. Um, who was the guy who played Ed Wood? I feel like he got an Oscar for that role, and deservedly so. What? Doesn't matter. Let's just move on. Okay. We'll fix it up in post. Um, yeah, it'll be funny in post. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, um, it wasn't a joke. It was. Oh, go on, go on. No, because Johnny Depp played Ed Wood. No, no, no. Oh, but I. Oh, did I say who played Ed Wood? I, yeah. I thought I said who played Bela Lugosi. Oh, Martin Landau. Martin Landau, and yeah. he did get an Oscar, didn't he? I think he Oscar nom. Maybe he got an Oscar. Uh, he was at least nominated. Maybe yeah. he didn't win the Oscar. I feel like he won the Oscar. I feel like he did too. Um, I also no way. There's no way for us to check. I feel like in panel one, John says, "Bath time, Garfield." Panel one, name uh-huh. drop. Because John, that's the, what happens. The recipient of the best supporting actor Oscar for 1995, Martin Landau. All right. Fuck All right. Yeah. Well, we can put this episode to bed. Right, and deservedly um, so. Yeah, definitely. About time, God! I can't do a good Bela. No, I love no, Bela Lugosi. He's great, uh, right? Oh, so great. By which I uh, mean Martin Landau is great in that movie. I don't. Have you actually not seen know. the 1930 Dracula? I think I have. Okay, here's what um, you got to do. Number one, I've seen both Nosferatu's. Those are good movies, and there's only two of your... them. Uh huh. Let's you see yourself. Keep that in mind. See yourself the 1930 Dracula, Universal Studios. Obviously, the F.W. F.W. Murnau and uh, Werner Herzog. Right, right. right. Obviously, Ver- <laughs> right. Yep. Um, see yourself the 1930 Bela Lugosi Dracula, uh, directed by can't remember. Doesn't matter. Some hack, probably. No, he was. He also did. Uh, I think he was the same guy who did Freaks. Look, look. It, oh, okay. Todd Browning. Todd Browning, thank you. Todd Browning didn't do Dracula, did he? He absolutely did. He directed 1930 Dracula. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Okay. It's a real. It's a look. It's a very good. Google autofill agrees with you. So John, I'm going to move on with my life. John, 
please believe me when I when I see I tell you this in all seriousness. The Todd Browning's 1930s 1930 Dracula starring Bela Lugosi is the second best Dracula movie made by Universal Studios <laughs> in 1930. The number one is the Spanish version that they made right. on the same lot. Yeah, with yeah. The, I could t- I could see where that was going. Oh, it is so much better. It's so great. <laughs> it really is. It's really very, very they, yeah, good. Yeah, they shot it at night. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. 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 And it's just like, it's a little more real. It's more, it's really, but they're both excellent and you mm. should see both of them. Um, this is not a podcast about the 1930s Universal Studios. Although movie perhaps classics. it is because, spoiler alert, they're so the, good. the they're onomatopoeia so good. in panel two does not appear to be in English. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> so okay. evidently, this panel takes place at night mm-hmm. in some other language. That's very possible. Um, can we go back? Do you to like panel? how I tied that tied that around like that? I thought that was pretty I really good. Do. Let's let's have, keep that in. Yeah. No. No. Definitely. Few points. Number one, just looking back at panel one, it's weird to me that Garfield is clearly trying to get away from John Arbuckle, who wants to bathe him. And yet he's hovering or running or whatever directly towards John Arbuckle. <laughs> he should be running the other direction. Yeah. Well, that I, doesn't I, make sense. I, I can forgive it. Uh, you know, I, it's I, fine. In in my head canon, Garfield's goal is to get to something on the other side of John. Mm. You know, and it's oh, John is an obstacle on the way to to to, to get it. Maybe Pookie is over there. Yeah, or some lasagna, you know? perhaps a roast turkey. Yeah. Lyman's um, corpse. It would um, not be the first time John has used a roast turkey to loot for bath. I mm-hmm. well, maybe it would. I I feel like he's done hashtag. That. Where's Lyman? Hashtag where's the roast days. turkey? No, I thought Lyman right? showed up last week. No, oh, okay. No, no. Um, no. Spoiler alert: Sunday. Mm. This Sunday. Um, Sunday. 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 Lyman. 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 Um. Maybe <laughs> you're you're doing it, buddy. Up to you. Okay, the onomatopoeia squip. Do you think Jim Davis was trying to write the word the English word squid and just messed up the p a and little bit? And then was like, "Fuck it, it's the fine, brother." Yeah, why was I even trying to write squid there? I've got no idea how that's because squid. Well, squids are slippery, the, presumably. <laughs> I guess the sound yeah. of a the sound that a squid makes is squid. Yeah. Um. Maybe a squid goes squip. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, have Have we mentioned that Garfield is like squeaking through John Arbuckle's hands in this? In this yeah, panel? and and like, and that's what so, the squip is supposed so, to be. Like he's all greasy. Yeah. Okay. So the, the action continues, and and John attempts to seize Garfield with his hands and Garfield slips through <laughs> slips through and we yeah. and we have this motion line there's set of motion lines that uh, forms a kind of a, a an s curve a little bit you know uh, yeah. it, like he yeah. goes up and then and then curves back to the to the right again and John is doing a double uh-huh. take for no reason well a single take. Okay, I would say. all right, but the take the take implies that he tur- he like he whipped his head around in surprise. Why is he whip? Like, why is he surprised if he wasn't looking at? Gar- you know what I mean? Like, 
Like, okay, I think you're un- I think you're unjustifiably conflating two okay. things here, John. Two totally separate. Okay, number one, he's flip. He's sweeping his head around. Sweeping his head around. His Thank head you. Around. That's what he's doing. That's what the squip is. He's sweeping his head around like that because he's following Garfield's motion with his eyes. Like he's well, just he's not Garfield. Garfield. He's not using his eyes. He's, he's turning his whole head. With his head, his he- his eyes are in his head. Like he's he's orienting himself towards Garfield because he's trying to catch Garfield. So that explains the motion of his head. The surprised look is due to Garfield being uncharacteristically slippery. Yeah, I guess that's fine. Um, and we've got some it's not droplets funny, but... <laughs> of, of something on either side of Garfield. Could be, could be lard. We don't know what it is. We look, don't. Yeah. No, nah, but it looks like it, lard. Those are the. It does not look like lard. Of a lard in. Cu- it it looks the cap. same way that liquid always looks in in Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. He's he's covered in Odie's spittle. Um. In panel three, Garfield's off screen. John Arbuckle looks behind him, sort of nonplussed, I'd say. And he sees that there is an open can of lard sitting on the counter. And and you can see the gears turning in his head. He's like, what's that lard doing on my counter? Why, why is that a is thing I own? Is this a solid panel? I, you know, I like, I got to tell you, I don't particularly care for this today's strip, like the joke. But each of today's three panels is a delight to the eyes. I, uh, I I do care for the way that Garfield is present in panels two and one, but not three. I, yeah, like, that. I like that. I like it when Garfield is absent for the punchline. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It also, I mean, it just, you follow his motion across the page, right? Mm-hmm. Like in panel one, he's on the left. Panel two, he's on the right. Panel three, he's gone. Yeah, and also... Uh, Greased cat The position of that can of lard in panel three larded um, uh-huh. su- suggests that it should be visible in the first panel, but it is not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess charitably you could say Garfield is in front of it, but that doesn't really. Well, and also work. like if it was, if it were there before, wouldn't John have seen Garfield lathering himself up? Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair. Well, maybe Garfield lathered himself up earlier that day. I mean, if so, he if but so yeah, he, he should have put point. the lard away. <laughs> that's a big rule in our house. <laughs> Whoever's the last person to use the lard in the morning has to put it away. Um. Okay, one thing I really like about panel three is the way John Arbuckle's arms are still outstretched a little bit <laughs> as they were to grab Garfield. I do Garfield like that. Yeah, I do like, that. <laughs> like he just hasn't bothered yeah, to put it him down. Yeah, it looks like his, his, I think his the, the gears inside his brain are turning that slowly. He's like still in <sighs> in the position of grabbing Garfield. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, and I like in panel two, we don't usually get a belly view of Garfield, like a full frontal <laughs> That's what this is. This is a full frontal shot of mm-hmm. Garfield. Um, if he had a penis, it would be clearly visible in this shot. Uh, I think it's a. I think it's a good look. Jim Davis hasn't drawn Garfield in this orientation 
many times before, if ever. And I think he pulls it off pretty well. I'd say Garfield's right leg is slightly awkward, but overall, I think it's it's done very well. Oh, his his front right leg? His back right leg. I would say his front right leg is more awkward. It looks like really? a foot. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Um, I also like the way that... I mean, a cat's paws are like feet. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> I meant it looks like a human foot. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> yeah. fair. Um, it does a little... Now that you mention it, it does kind of look like a foot. Yeah. I like Garfield's mouth in this panel. Oh, cosine. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he just looks really, really pleased with himself. Right? Like he's having a lot of fun. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Normally, Garfield's like kind say, of a grouch. Like so saying, when, he, when he has fun, it's like, yeah, all right, Garfield, you go. Yeah, Garfield's having yeah. fun. We're having fun. Gar or am... Garfield's having fun. Why aren't you having fun? Yeah, it's always it's like why the Christmas season is so depressing for people. Yeah, you know, I look around me and I see Garfield's having fun everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I coat my body in lard? Uh, Chris, um, you're like an adult. One. You can do whatever you want. That's right, John. It's not the government's business to come into my home. And, and 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 enforce what I do and don't coat my body in. That's right, Chris. Um, I like this one a lot. It's weird. I do not really care for the joke, but each panel is delightful. Like I think the art in today's strip is. Great. I think I'm a little bit more positive than you are. I think the joke is actually, well, not good. Certainly, well timed. Uh -huh. And I and I yeah. like the the it's got a nice rhythm to it. I guess yeah. I guess that's yeah, two. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Two ways of saying the same thing. No, I I you know what this I'm gonna I'm just gonna bust this out first thing on Monday. Strip of the week. This is my strip of the week. Yeah, this is definitely my strip of the week. I'm not sure which of these three panels gets the nod, but one of them is probably panel of the. Week. Yeah, probably. I I can't I can't swear to that. Now one. that is a depressing thought. It's possible. Yeah. Well, all right. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, so look, <laughs> listener. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Um, traditionally, a tagline goes here. You can support the program by leaving us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast delivery vehicle you use. Why not visit our website, www.beingjimdavis.com? You can do things there. Things <laughs> such as... I can't remember. They're probably emailing us or whatever. Oh, you can sign up to co-host the show. And uh, let's see. What else do I have to say? You can follow us on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> at Being Jim Davis. I like how every time feels like the first time. It's great. <laughs> this, is, this is how Madonna felt when she wrote Like a Virgin. Exactly. Um, I was hoping that would turn into a Madonna reference. Follow me at the Chris Winter. And you can follow me on Twitter at Inscrutable Taco. Mm -hmm. And hey, what's that you see in your in your podcast feed today? Is it our second annual Christmas special? Hard to know. Haven't produced it yet. Uh, we'll see if we have time and or the <laughs> motivation. Honestly, could go either way. I'd like to apologize for not producing a Christmas special this year. 
I mean, I I would like to apologize for producing a Christmas Eve special this year. Well, it looks like either way, uh, the audience is going to be a winner. The important thing uh, is we're sorry. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thank you and good night.